0: So you'll find out about this in a later episode because we did a whole episode on it. But about a month ago, you got a brand new tattoo and it was of the White Bear logo. And I just want to know, like, it must feel really bad to have just gotten that tattoo before seeing the greatest Black Mirror episode ever.
1: (laughs) Well. And
0: I'm really sorry about that.
1: (laughs) It feels bad to have gotten it when I found out that not only does it mean child murder, (laughs) But it also – it's a satanic symbol and a symbol used for a super, like, anti-immigration, horrible political guy.
0: Conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to (laughs) cover this up. We're going to get a new (laughs) tattoo. And it
0: is, like, front and center on your calf, too. It's not even, like, on the back of it. No.
1: And I, like (laughs) – I'm going to start wearing jeans again, I guess. No, it's, it, like,
0: all symbolism aside, it's a really dope tattoo.
1: It represented White Bear, which is my favorite episode of the show. Yeah. And, like, it still is. I don't think anything will overtake White Bear. However, <laughs> every time this fucking thing shows up in another episode, it, like, paints it in, in an even worse light. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, man. It, like, wasn't child murder enough? <laughs>
0: Um, I just want to go on record and say that I think that's my favorite episode.
1: I think of the whole show?
0: Yeah, of the entire show. Damn. I don't think I've had a lot of favorites. I don't think any of them had me smiling so consistently throughout the whole thing. It was just I I loved it. I thought it was incredible.
1: We should explain that we're talking about Demon 79. Demon 79 the final episode of Black Mirror Season 6, a Red Mirror film, which apparently I, I read that this was actually the first episode that uh, Charlie Brooker wrote of this new season. Ooh. And it, like Maisie Day, has a supernatural aspect to it. And I think that has been on my mind consistently throughout the entire episode. Is like, what is going on? How is this supernatural? How like was how this show turned into a supernatural show instead of what it was. And I worry that that's going to turn certain people off. I, however, while interested and sort of confused, and maybe I would love to just hear his thought process on why the sudden change. I still, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. And I don't really mind either of the supernatural twists. I'm very glad, especially like if the show keeps going, for several more seasons and like he's able to do a mix where we almost don't even know if it's supernatural or Mm sci-fi. So many of these episodes have twists and I think that that would add like another layer of it. like, is this one of the more grounded ones? Well grounded in like futuristic sci-fi or is this like a full on supernatural horror one? You know, Mm -hmm. aside from what it means to the overall structure of the show going forward, as its own episode, I think that the acting was, like, on another level. Hell yeah. I thought that this lead character was the my favorite lead character of all of them.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: A lot of times when you have the episodes that are starring actors that you know, you tend to already have an added layer of appreciation for that character, right? Like, the fact that this character is also zazie beats or the character is also aaron paul you know like that's (laughs) i didn't know this lady and so you kind of go into it just not exactly knowing what to think or to expect i was absolutely blown away She was fucking incredible this felt reminiscent not i wouldn't say not what's the word what is that word um it's the word where it's like reminiscent but like badly what is the word
0: derivative
1: derivative yes exactly i I do know words. I'm sorry. <laughs> it felt reminiscent of two things. One, it gave me vibes of the episode of Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, the one that we're obsessed with with Kate McCucci
0: With Kate McCucci Oh, I forget what that's called. I believe in miracle.
1: Yeah, that episode. And like, there are specific reasons why, but like, I think you know like the, the the setting and the i just the um sort of a an underappreciated woman coming into her own and realizing you know that she's yeah. powerful and finding strength you know in i, I guess but um <laughs>
0: for that episode i'm gonna promote the hell out of that
1: episode and say everyone should watch it it's so good yes it's incredible yeah but so is this and it gave me it gave me really good vibes i i had read that it was a horror story and i was like okay and i i mean yes obviously like the subject matter probably does lean somewhat to horror but I thought it was really funny and really enjoyable and the Gap character Gap I don't know how 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 someone with an American accent pronounces it but um he was brilliant I love uh Boney M or Bonnie M or however you pronounce that and (laughs) I it was very cool to hear their songs uh off of TikTok basically which is the only place that (laughs) nowadays people hear them Hold on, you said it was reminiscent of two
0: things, and the first was- Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Oh my god, yeah, the second thing. Yes, fucking that M. Night Shyamalan movie. What's the M. Night Shyamalan movie that we watched? It's the one with, um. oh, Knock at the Cabin Door.
0: Hold on, let me draw the- p- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah, like an ultimatum, like a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point.
1: It's like, you gotta do this shit, or we're, well, you're not gonna save the world.
0: Yeah.
1: Or it's like, you gotta yeah, do this shit, me. or the world's gonna end. Sorry, I'm yep. eating pizza. My pizza came- Right while we were about to start.
0: Oh, and it was torture. I was like, I want to record. I want to get to recording. Also, speaking of uh, audio issues, I am dog sitting at the moment and forgot my microphone at home. So I'm recording on my phone. Apologies.
1: That just means she doesn't care about you guys. <laughs> I very... do. Listen to how crisp my voice is.
0: Yeah, with food in your mouth. Yeah, great connections. And I love both of those things. So uh, I guess it would make sense that I would love this episode as well. So
1: I think it honestly did it just as good, if not better, than both of them, too, though. I really appreciated the chemistry between uh, what's her name? Nita? Yeah. Nita and again, Gap or Gap or whatever. I thought they have really good chemistry. I think that this is just really shaped up to be an incredible season. All five episodes are all really good. Even I know that, like, Maisie Day, I think we had like a, a less of a less of a stellar reaction to, but it, I thought it was still very good. I you know what I didn't realize is that Maisie Day is the shortest episode. I read that it's like forty minutes long. Oh wow! It's like out of all the seasons, it's the shortest one. But this one was like like an hour and fifteen minutes or something like that. But, like, a little movie.
0: Yeah, I think it was an hour and 13, yeah, and some change. Okay,
1: yeah. Like, there was a point in time where I was like, oh, are we are we close to being over? And it still had, like, 30 minutes left, and I was like, yes! Mm-hmm. Because, like I've said throughout these episodes, you know, when it's over, it sucks, because then Black Mirror, it, it takes forever to produce the show, and it's not even renewed for a seventh season yet, So, or at least they haven't announced that yet, and so I'm hoping... Maybe like once the strike's over and all that stuff and maybe if it gets some award nominations that they'll want to come back because it is an exciting turn for the show. My desire to avoid spoilers this time kept me from like listening to any interviews or hearing anybody really talk about what the season was going to be. So I'm, I'm now I'm looking forward to being able to kind of go back and hear other people's perspective on these episodes because I've really tried to avoid anybody talking about the show. Again, I didn't even watch the trailers. So um, I guess that's what I'm looking forward to now. Also, I know we had talked about doing an episode where we ranked maybe like our top five episodes or talked about, you know, uh, our favorite episodes of the show. And it looks like you have yep. – <laughs> you've already said you're, you're number one. Well, I want you to, I mean, think really hard about that and see if recency bias wears off at all and if any other episode comes close – and um we will definitely come back with a a ranking at some point soon. Hold on. Yeah, I've
0: thought about it and this one's my favorite by far. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's changing. Like the way I feel about this episode is like ending that episode and the way I felt after it is like unlike anything I've ever felt after a Black Mirror episode. Like I don't foresee that changing anytime soon. Genuinely, I kind of want to like I don't want to end this because I have so much more to say. I took like so many notes. Um, oh. But as soon as we're done this, I am I might watch it again. I'm not even, <laughs> not even lying. Because uh, it was just so good. And I feel so great after it. It's amazing. I'm going to say some negatives about this episode first to get those out of the way. No, don't.
1: Just before, don't.
0: I'm going to. Uh, before I jump into the much longer list of positives. I feel like. This is reminiscent of something we discussed, I feel like, in one of these episodes regarding this new season of Black Mirror, where... Like, were one of the other episodes, like, set in the 60s or 70s, or, like, even 50s or something?
1: Beyond the Sea is set, like, in 1969.
0: Okay. And this one was... is it? Do you mean 79, because it happened in 1979, I assume?
1: I think that for people that live in the UK might be able to like more easily recognize the state of things like, Oh yeah, that's 1979. It probably means something to Charlie Brooker, but you know, it it literally means absolutely nothing to me. I have no idea um, why it said 1979 specifically, other than I guess maybe there was like an immigration issue at that point. Yeah. Nothing ever leads me to think otherwise that, I mean, I I guess it, it it looks like cinematically like it could have taken place in 1979 as well.
0: Right. I hope that this isn't a pattern where they're sort of like, oh, we have murders that we need to cover up. How do we do this? Oh, let's make it set in a time before we were super advanced with like you know technology and being able to do like forensics and stuff. I feel like it was a little bit highlighted in Beyond the Sea, and I think it definitely it might have been explored a little bit with what was the the other one that we really liked. Oh, I forget the names. What was the um... Are you talking
1: about Lock Henry?
0: Lock Henry. Lock Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just hope that that doesn't become a pattern or a crutch.
1: So you're saying you're saying that like it's easy for them to just be like that's why they got away with it. It's because this was yeah. 30 years ago before
0: Because no one had surveillance cameras or no one had like cell phones or anything like that. Like I do I think it worked super well as a way to create this like incredibly charming and, and magnetic and like groovy character that was Gop. But I just, I hope that that isn't, I hope it doesn't become a pattern. And I hope that that's not the reason why they made it set at that time. I only say this because it's, I've seen it a few times now. And like twice as a coincidence, three times as a pattern. I, I just, I don't want that to happen, I guess.
1: No, I can understand that living in the modern day. I think we use technology so much that in order to tell a story where people aren't constantly leaning on that technology, like I can see the thought like, oh, we'll make it a period piece. I think it's interesting that this season is like primarily made up of period pieces. Yeah. I mean, even Locke Henry has a, you know, a decent chunk of the storytelling based right. back in time. The only one that really is solidly modern day is Jonah's Awful. yeah. Uh, and this isn't really so much as
0: of a negative. Um, I just think something else that we've brought up um, a couple times in reviewing these episodes is how the stories of this season particularly seem to be less about like, oh, be afraid of your cell phone, and more about uh, stories that are, they're, the, the moral of these stories are sort of timeless. I feel like I've, I've talked about that um, beforehand where it's like, it's expanding the show to a point where they could really talk about anything.
1: I feel like they've been doing that for a while though, because like there, I feel like there are episodes that what makes them a black mirror episode. Yeah. Like obviously there's some weird technology or whatever, but they are exploring the dark side of humanity as well. Right. So I don't know that like every episode, I think that there are maybe a couple like metalhead or something where they're specifically about being afraid of technology and, and being wary of, you know, our connection to technology and things like that. But this season in particular, I do appreciate that. Like I said, what I think in the Lock Henry episode is that there's really no technology at all yeah. uh, or new, you know, interesting new technology. Same with Maisie Day and same with this one. Like, that does not seem to just define an episode of Black Mirror anymore, but I guess what I would say is that if you feel like the entirety of what Black Mirror is to you is about the technology part, I would urge you to rewatch a couple of the episodes, like, from earlier seasons. And it's not even that, like... Te-
0: uh, technology is danger like i am certainly aware of a lot of the more lighthearted episodes
1: i'm i'm more talking to the audience anyway like i gotcha people are gonna see these last two episodes and be like well this was the technology show and it's like no i mean it, yeah. that's not that's not all it is and it's not all it ever has been
0: i definitely support what you're saying i i, I like i do encourage people to to watch it but i will say that like I could understand how people would feel that way. I think before this season specifically, if you were to say Black Mirror, the images that get conjured, like the vision board of the first what five seasons is like Chrome, a little gadget that gets stuck to your temple and like technology is bad.
1: They love sticking a gadget in your temple. They
0: fucking love it. They love that
1: shit. And like- Eat that shit up. Charlie (laughs) Brooker eats that shit up. He's like, ooh, I just thought of another way that we could stick something to someone's temple.
0: Not that that's a bad thing. I think that there were a lot of very successful episodes that had that concept. I just think that, like, the concentration of those types of episodes in previous seasons are much higher than this season this totally. season i think took a much more broad approach which i really appreciate and it, it gave us some sort of timeless dilemmas for example this one obviously i don't well i don't i say obviously this is what i got out of it this was an exploration of the um the train switch dilemma uh about would you um save one person versus uh you know five people like do you is that? I don't even know if that's what it's called. The trains. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say the train switch dilemma?
1: I've never heard it called that before. Then
0: maybe it's called something different. Hold on. The trolley problem. That's what it's called. Yeah,
1: that was close.
0: To those who are not familiar with this, uh, I'm reading something off of Vox.com. Uh, in the classic version of the problem, a train is barreling down a track at five people. You're in position to throw a switch, diverting the train to another track where it would only hit one person. So here's your choice: should you let five people die, or make an active choice to kill the one person? And uh, like that was obviously very clear. They you know explored that very heavily. Yeah. What would you do? I mean, I think like general consensus is the one person. Like if I was forced.
1: I mean, even if you weren't forced, like, even if, like, even if nobody was really saying, like, you had to act, but if you just had the choice, if they were like, hey, you can flip that switch and only kill one person, like, you seem apprehensive to answer this, or maybe, like, you don't know, let me tell you how I feel about it. It depends on the person. if that one person was like someone that I liked or somebody, somebody that I knew, like suddenly five people doesn't don't mean as much to me as one person. And that's that maybe that's dark or disturbing to say, but like, (laughs) that's 100% how a lot of people feel.
0: It's a philosophical problem for a reason. Like it's a, it's a dilemma for a reason. And I just like, that's a, that's something that is, I think it's, timeless and I, I don't remember specifically which episodes we talked about this but that that's the vibe I got from this season and this episode in particular did not stray from that uh, and I really loved it. Some positives that I loved obviously like the minute Gop showed up on screen I was in love like he's so fucking charming the chemistry between the two characters is unmatched it's beautiful it's entertaining I I don't know if you were watching me but I was just beaming the entire time it was so great
1: yeah yeah you were like smiling and excited and I I like one of the things when Rasputin came on like we were both like singing we were on mute but I could see you singing it and like dancing and stuff and then um like when he actually turned into the guy I was like that is so cool I kind of like okay I obviously the the guy is great and again he's a great actor or whatever I kind of wish we'd have seen more of the demon because the demon looked fucking amazing
0: (laughs) no see i uh it wouldn't have been as funny without him i just i loved it and it's no
1: but just like he could have stuck around for just a little bit longer to let me get another good look at him but
0: yeah i think um i had the maybe it's not a benefit but i had the benefit of knowing that that character was in the show because he's in the trailer. And he was the one thing that I was sort of waiting for throughout these episodes. And I realized since I hadn't seen him yet that he was in this episode when they showed him on screen and we sort of established what was going to happen. As soon as he was like, Oh, I got to change forms. I was like, I know it's coming. And I was excited for it. And I loved it.
1: That is exciting. That made me very happy. And it made sense as to why they played, you know, so much of that song. The commercials that she was watching and, like, the little bits that she was watching, that was really neat to see because I'm sure, again, those are things that mean things to people growing up in the UK, you know? Yeah. Northern England or whatever. Speaking of the songs, I think literally
0: every single song that was chosen for the scenes that had music were perfect. Mm Mm-hmm the i don't i don't know what happened i don't know why i was so attached to these songs but they just worked they were bops i was like i was just in awe and whether or not i watch it again tonight uh, i will be looking up the music so i can add them to uh this season's playlist because damn were they fun the tussle in the kitchen after she kills um the first brother And they're both kind of like afraid to kill each other. And they're sort of just kind of awkwardly waving around their weapons. I know that that was probably supposed to be a more serious scene, but I was just like, this is so funny and kind of adorable. And watching her struggle with this is like so charming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have been laughing for as much as I did, but I thought it was fucking perfect. The anticipation of wondering whether or not the third kill was before or after midnight, I thought was genius
1: yeah and then for them to have like turned it on his head and been like actually the second kill didn't count yeah like that's nuts
0: yeah the whole time you were like hoping like oh please please let it be after midnight so that she can be done with this nightmare and then to find out it didn't count and that if it was past midnight she would have failed so yeah that flip was awesome i think it was interesting that they uh we talked about the the trolley problem dilemma uh, but like it, first it was about her killing three to save you know eight billion or maybe six or seven billion i don't know how many people were on earth
1: in the 70s yeah, yeah. probably somewhere around there
0: uh, but then again it happened when she was given the choice to kill that guy that was running for office not office running for the government i don't know what he was running for to be honest
1: some sort of parliament or something I, again we are two yeah. uh, americans and if if <laughs> you guys are anywhere else like if i think it's it's so interesting because so many people from other countries know so much about our political system and how it works and like our political figures and stuff like that yeah and it's so unfortunate and sad but it is such a truth that we literally know nothing about anyone else's <laughs> political system yeah it's it is a
0: shame weird tangent but uh basically i love that
1: uh this trolley
0: problem was then explored yet again when gob was trying to convince her not to kill him because she would have spared so many lives if she did kill him and she was like well that's the reason why i have to is because i have to kill one to save so many others that's
1: fascinating because it's like i want i i need you to do three blood sacrifices but You can't kill murderers because we like murderers because I am a demon.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can't kill corrupt, horrible politicians because that's also something we like. Right. That's really funny. And I don't really know that I'd like stepped back and looked at it from that perspective. So thank you for bringing that up. That's a very good point.
0: You're very welcome. I loved the fact that he'd had to dial 666 to talk to his like supervisors. Oh my God.
1: Yo like cackled out loud that was so funny
0: (laughs) so clever and genuinely like halfway through this episode i was like i don't want this to end like i want this to be a tv show of these two (laughs) who are just together and like she has to keep killing to prevent the apocalypse like could you imagine a full show of that with those two characters that would be fucking incredible
1: um, it would be amazing. It, it's amazing. And I think like the ending for me felt a little bit like it was sort of a bummer, but it was also very cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, I guess, spoilers for Cabin in the Woods. The ending had a Cabin in the Woodsy kind of vibe where it was just like, fuck everything. Like, let's just go out together. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's sort of like a nihilistic approach, but it was, again, it was just very cute and it was really nice. Like just seeing them walk out together I do,
0: now that you say that, I do love that, like, she did at least attempt to make that third kill, and it wasn't like, oh, we only killed two, but now I'm falling in love with you, hey, maybe we spend the rest of the afterlife together, fuck everyone else, I'm not gonna do that third kill. Like, I feel like that would have been shitty and boring and cheesy, but the fact that, like, she did attempt it and she was like, well, I gave it my best, I'm really sorry, and then he's like, well let's make the best out of this situation. And it just,
1: yeah. Oh, so good. It's like it's not in the rules that we can't be together in the endless yes. voice. That is quite like, I don't even think that we're supposed to be able to wrap our heads around what, how that would work. But just the fact that they like walked out together in the last time that yeah. we we'll see these characters is just together. Yeah. It's like, yes. whatever. It Who was cares? a really, really, really good story. I honestly, I don't know whether or not because it's called like a red mirror film, if it's supposed to take place within the confines of this universe. Again, I, I always go back to like how this relates to the other episodes, because ever since Black Museum, we're supposed to believe that at least the majority of them take place in the same universe. So it's like, was there like a nuclear Holocaust in 79? Like, I don't...
0: Are you trying to say that this red mirror thing is a way for them to, like, skirt that loophole? Or like...
1: Well, okay. Okay. I mean, again, like, if they're supposed to all take place in the same universe, then in every other episode that takes place after 1979, then we are saying that, like, in 1979... There was an apocalypse, and everyone right. died, and then we had to restart in 1979. And I just don't think that they're saying that. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Do you, do you know what this red mirror thing is? Well, the only thing I know is that I had read while I was just going to get the pizza that it was supposed to be like an avenue for him to explore more supernatural things. But then for Maisie Day to not be a red mirror, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but maybe it'll be like the wall episodes of, um, <laughs> of, of, Solar, Opposites. of Solar Opposites, where it's like every season just there's like offs. one or two or something, you know, and, yeah. and they're just weird offshoots. I don't know. All I want is there to be more of this, and I need them to be working on it right the fuck now. <laughs> I know they can't be, although does that affect – I don't know if Charlie Brooker is a member of the WGA because he is yeah. from Britain. I, it's very it's – very, I'm sure I could Google it, but <laughs> – to wrap this up, uh, yeah. unless you had other thoughts, no, I just love this, and I, I, it's gonna be very hard narrowing it down to my top five favorite episodes. I guess, um,
0: where does this episode rank in the other episodes of this season?
1: Oh, it's my favorite episode of the season, definitely.
0: Yes. Oh, that makes me so happy. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, and like the more the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I think all five episodes are fantastic. Like, I know again we were kind of confused about Maisie Day but this makes me even appreciate that more because now it's not like just a weird offshoot it's like maybe the direction that the show is going in and like
0: does this how does this compare to the other finales of the other seasons I know we've had discussions about how they typically don't save their best for the last episode
1: uh, but for this season
0: I think they did
1: let me let me look at them because I don't often feel that way but let's see Season one, uh, their finale is The Entire History of You, which I think is, like, one of my least favorite Black Mirror episodes. What was that one again? It's the one with um, Toby Kevill, and it's, like, basically, it, they're, like, contacts that record everything, and I think his like, girlfriend cheats on him or some bullshit. I don't remember. I really, like, the first season is not that great of this show.
0: They were still finding their legs the first season. It's okay. Yeah. We'll excuse them. In
1: the second season, I guess if you were technically going to consider the Christmas special a finale... White Christmas, it's not my favorite episode, but I do think it is really good.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the John uh, Hamm one, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Season two is fucking amazing. Be Right Back, White Bear, Waldo, and White Christmas are all bangers. <laughs> I think everybody kind of agrees that San Junipero is the best episode of season three, and it is the fourth episode in, not the sixth. Hated in the Nation is the finale, but that is also a really good episode. A very dark episode. <laughs>
0: It's been a while since I've seen these episodes.
1: Season five is like the finale. I think we might have talked about this. is the fact that it's most people's least favorite episode of the entire show. Black Museum? Rachel Jack and Ashley 2. Wait, that was a finale? Oh, I skipped season four, didn't I? Yeah. Rachel Jack and Ashley 2 was a season five, but I I did skip season four. And season four's finale is Black Museum. Gotcha. Which is good, but I don't think it's better than USS Callister, which is the premiere. I do like that one a lot, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Season five was a weird little group of episodes, but I do think that this is probably one of my favorite seasons overall. They stuck the landing for like, sure. Like just five consistently good episodes. Like there's no like one that I'm like, Ugh, you know. It seems like <laughs> yeah. every season at least has one of the ones that I'm just like. Ugh.
0: Yeah, there certainly was one of those for me. However, the other four. We're good enough that I was like, "You can, we'll we'll pass on this one."
1: You really don't like Maisie Day, like even after seeing this, and I think
0: it's just kind of silly. I think uh, it was hard to take seriously.
1: Really, I thought it was like really dark and disturbing, and like the last moment with the whole shoot me thing, <laughs> like that. That You're really gonna say that that was silly. That's very disturbing.
0: It was disturbing, but like. I think the the shoot me and the parallel between being shot with a gun and being shot with a camera was a little bit corny and a little heavy-handed. I appreciate what they are trying to say. Like, I I do like the theme of the episode. I just think it is much, much (laughs) less good than the other ones in this season.
1: Well, I think you're much, much less good than the other ones. My English is much, much less good than... uh... (laughs) Yo, Black Mirror Season 6 was on another level. I loved it so much. I love this whole show. If you guys have not seen every episode of this show, go watch it. And if you have, go watch it again because that's what I'm going to be doing while (laughs) I wait for Season 7, hopefully. And um, sooner than later, I'd like to release that, the ranking episode. But um, we have to actually make our lists. So... (laughs) I also want to see what
0: kind of research I can do from these episodes. I know there was at least one other episode where I was like, I want to look into this and in take three fashion.
1: When you make your list, I want you to talk about your five, like the five that you like. So if they're from what? this or from any season, like, like have a little discussion about each one. I'll do my best. Jordan, I think overall what I need to do is thank you because I know that aside from Buffy, which only was was only one evening and we were talking to Kimmy, so that was like a, a no-brainer that we wanted to do that. You agreed to talk about something that is not movies five <laughs> different times with me, and um, <laughs> I very much appreciate it. Like, I feel like Kimmy could have gotten you to, to talk about anything, like, but it's me, so it's like...
0: I mean... I guess it's in your favor that I also enjoy Black Mirror.
1: <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, that's good. I mean, that's fine too, but...
0: You got lucky.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't a favor or anything.
0: <laughs> I would.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, good. That's great. I know that, you know, the past several episodes have seemed like take three, a TV podcast, and we are going back to movies, but... You know, I, mean, I just feel like these are so cinematic that Truly, they yeah. function as little movies, you know?
0: Mini movies, for sure. It's our podcast. Who cares? We can do what we want. <laughs> we can do what we fucking want.
1: Fuck tradition. Yeah. Yeah.